0: we can actually have church together on the internet. Wow. Praise God. As together, we are gathering from around the world. There are people that are watching this all across America, many states, and many countries. We have church members outside of America who belong to this global internet church. And I am so glad that you're here because I believe the Lord's glad that you're here and that with an open heart, he is meeting you today. So from wherever you may come, hallelujah, God has prepared a message for you today. He wants to feed you spiritually and by his grace, I can get this message over to you today to build up your faith and to see your heart blessed And your walk with God on fire, hallelujah! So, let's grab our Bibles and jump into the Word of God today. We are going to receive the holy tithes and offerings first. Pastor Stephen, are we are we receiving tithes? No. (laughs) Well, you could send me a tie if you want, but I like tithes. But uh, we are actually talking about tithes, t i t h e s. If you are a new Christian, young in the Lord. You see in the word of God that the Lord says the tithe is mine. Praise God. Now you can keep it if you so choose. But if you want to engage God on a covenant platform of financial blessing, you're going to need to be a tither. Okay. Not, not a tire. (laughs) But a tither, praise God. And we want to honor the Lord with our tithes and offerings and bring them into the storehouse of God. And it is your generous giving that allows us to preach the gospel around the world and to build up the church. Hallelujah. You know, we don't want to sit in darkness. We want to walk in the light of God's word. And God has assigned men and women to be called into the ministry to teach his people how to live, and how to walk in the light of the glorious gospel. And that's my assignment. That's my, that's my job, to turn on the light, so you can just be blessed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Praise God. So, as we are preparing to honor the Lord in our finances by bringing the tithe and offerings into the storehouse of God, listen to this verse concerning God's will for your finances. Proverbs 10, verse 22 The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Well, I just want you to sit there just for a moment, and I want you to think about the impact of what God's Word declares. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Meditate on this today. God wants you to be rich oh God God doesn't want you to love money it doesn't say that God doesn't want you to covet we know that's not right because that's against the Ten Commandments and it also violates the law of love praise God if you see something else that somebody has that you don't have and it's nice and you would like one you don't have to covet you can look to the Lord and the Lord would bless you if that's that's something that the Lord wants to take you into and if the Lord doesn't take you into it, you shouldn't want it in the first place. Praise God. Hallelujah. But my friends, we're, we are not covetous, greedy people. We are people that God has positioned to be blessed. Why? So that we can be a blessing. What does it really mean to be rich? It, it basically means from a biblical definition to have a full supply where you are in the overflow. You have full supply. All your bases are covered, all your needs are met, and you're in the overflow, praise God. That's what it is to be rich. It is really a position of empowerment where you have the ability to extend beyond yourself and reach into the lives of others and extend blessing, praise God. Whether it's a hot meal, whether it's a hot chocolate, whether it's a hot coffee, whether it's a truckload of food, or the ability to buy a person a coat who doesn't have one. It goes on and on and on. But God wants you to be rich. And He wants you to appreciate prosperity. And He wants you to understand that this is something that He has designed for you to walk in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The blessing. Now, now look, as we're talking about these things today, let God's Word straighten out any unbiblical thinking. What is unbiblical thinking? It's thoughts and mindsets that don't agree with what God said. So perhaps this is already, as we would say, uh, tipping over some sacred cows of some religious folks. There is a lot of teaching in the global church, I'm talking about the Lord's body, uh, uh, the church from a global perspective, there is still a lot of teaching in certain streams of the church that says God wants you to be poor. Well, my friends, when you became a Christian, when you when you became a believer, you were placed in the Christ, and therefore you were placed in the God. But that's not all. It also says that in, Gal- in the book of Galatians, chapter three, verse thirteen, that when you became a believer in Christ and received Him as your Lord and Savior, you were also placed in the Abraham and all of the blessings that God promised Abraham, and of course would uh, would come upon the Jewish people. Those blessings are for every believer now, and that included that included prosperity. Praise God! So, my friends, all I'm asking you to do today is to consider what God said and to by faith begin to merge into it and let your thinking agree with God's word because there are people in the body of Christ that would try to put shame on Christians for having prosperity but you know what you need to be prosperous did you ever notice as an employer you can't hire anybody if your if your company is impoverished Praise the Lord. But if your company is prosperous and flourishing now, what do you have the ability to do? Hire, hire people. What happens when you hire people? You give them a job. You give them the ability now to uh, pay for their living accommodations. You give them the ability to buy food. You give them the ability to get a vehicle. You you extend blessing into their life. And if the company does real good, you get you have the ability to give bonuses. Praise the Lord. There was a company in Texas last year, last year where the CEO and the uh, directors, they called all the employees, not just a few, not just the upper echelon of executives called every single employee into uh, a, a room and said, everybody that works for this company is getting a bonus this year. And you're all getting $100,000. Isn't that nice? That's not your salary. That's not what you earn. That's just a bonus. Why? Prosperity. Please say this today, right where you're sitting at. Please say this. Prosperity is good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, come on, line up with the word. Line up with the word, the blessing of the Lord. See, the Lord wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. It's the blessing that moves you into prosperity. It's the blessing that makes you rich. Praise God. And of course, when you do it God's way, he adds no sorrow with it. You don't have to look over your shoulder and wonder if the FBI is going to catch you for something unlawful that you did in the process. No, no, no. God will take you there clean. God will take you there with integrity. God will take you there uh, in a way that you sleep good at night praise God this is good prosperity we're not talking about something with a shady criminal element God doesn't have anything to do with that you don't have to bribe cheat steal or do stuff like that praise God hallelujah matter of fact if you do do those things you will short circuit the blessing from working in your life come on we're going to do this right integrity all the way and that's what everybody loved about Billy Graham Billy Graham was of course, uh, the world's most famous evangelist, but he was known for two things. One, uh, you know, massive stadium crusades, soul winning, but number two, he was known for integrity, a scandal-free ministry. And he lived to be 99, a scandal-free ministry. How about that? No financial um, meltdowns or, or anything like that. Uh, a lot of transparency praise God. So my friends, God's going to bless you. You don't have to do something uh, over in a corner that's shady or illegal to be blessed. You're going to sleep good at night. God's going to take you there. Why? There's power in the blessing. Power in the blessing. Two things that are very real that are working in the earth today, the blessing and the curse. Hallelujah. When you come to Christ, you are redeemed from what? The curse. You're redeemed from the curse. What is the curse? All the yucky bad stuff released into the earth as a byproduct of sin. You stand exempt from that. But you must walk in the blessing. You must walk in the blessing. The blessing of the Lord makes you rich. It will absolutely make you rich. And you can hold your head up. And you can say, the Lord has blessed me. And the Lord has made me rich. If it were wrong or sinful to be rich, then why would God make you rich? Wouldn't he be fighting against his own will? Would not he be dividing his own kingdom? Would not he actually be confused? No, no. God knows exactly what he's doing. Actually, wealth is God's idea. To be rich is God's idea. This this is the God who created the heavenly city that you're going to, where the streets are made of gold, not paved gold, solid gold. Hallelujah, My friends, let the Lord lead you into prosperity. Let the Lord make you rich. Agree with God. Go with God's flow. Go with God's flow. Well, Pastor Steve, I'm afraid if God makes me rich, I'm going to be criticized. Well, have you ever noticed that most of the critics against prosperity are poor? Hmm. Stop and think about that. Most of the people that criticize prosperity are poor. Praise the Lord. But my friends, you want to be in the place of empowerment. Why? Because you can bless others. Oh, yes, you can be blessed yourself. That's nice. Absolutely, it's nice. But you also can move into a place of empowerment. Anybody in a place of empowerment... The enemy's not going to like that, but don't worry about that. Greater is he that's uh, in you than he that's in the world. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and you walk in the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Live your life out blessed. Go to the next life with the Lord Jesus Christ. Live forever in glory. You'll be so happy that you yield it to the will of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you ready today? to bring the tithe and the offering into the storehouse of the Lord, knowing that God is working to make you rich. Come on, cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Cooperate with the Lord. Praise God. Oh, Pastor Stephen, I I just want to be humble. Good. You can be wealthy and humble at the same time. Praise the Lord. You, You do know there's a lot of prideful, arrogant, poor people just because you're poor does not somehow automatically stamp upon you the virtue of holiness. It doesn't work like that. Just because you're poor doesn't somehow mean that you are somehow self-debased into a place of humility. No, no. It doesn't work like that at all. Praise the Lord. I've met some very arrogant poor people. <laughs> and I've also met some very humble wealthy people praise the Lord. Now, come on. Come on up. Let the Lord lift you up into golden prosperity. Let the Lord make you rich. Hallelujah. Yield to the word. Let God take you there. He's wanting to work with his system, honor his his principles, and watch him bless you, and that blessing makes you rich. Praise God. Those of you that want to mail in Your holy tithes and offerings, please send them to Stephen Brooks International, P.O. Box 3456, Mooresville, North Carolina. Our zip code is 28117. Now, if you want to go online and bring them in immediately, you can do so 24-7. And I know many of you live in different time zones. So, you you know, you can come anytime you want. Go to the ministry website, stephenbrooks.org. There's a link on the homepage, and you can click it. It says, Tithes and Offerings, Sow and Reap, and you can bring them in anytime. Praise God. Praise God. And as you do, as that money leaves your hands and comes into the kingdom for kingdom work, say, I am rich by the blessing of the Lord. I am empowered to prosper and I will affect the lives of many people for good. Hallelujah. See your nation shaker. Praise God, you're partnering with this ministry. You are associated with the ministry, with this ministry and all the rewards that are being accumulated through this ministry to affect the lives of multitudes for eternity. You are going to share in it. And it thrills my soul that you are my online church member. It thrills my soul that you're my partner and that we're in this together. Hallelujah. Glory to God, working day and night for the kingdom of God. Okay, so bring them in now. Heavenly Father, bless your people. Bless your people with a special touch from you. Let them catch that revelation that you want to make them rich. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let them embrace the mindset of being rich. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for your giving. Hallelujah. I I can tell just by the spiritual dynamics of the Holy Spirit giving me instant feedback that that's still a little bit of a challenge for some of you. Uh, You would never even want to say that you're rich. But I know God's working in you. He's, help, he's helping to peel away layers of religious tradition that are not in harmony with the scriptures. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Throw your hands up right now and break false religious tradition and say, I'm rich. I'm rich. I accept it. I embrace it. I believe it. I'm rich through the blessing of God hallelujah praise God now today in a similar theme I want to talk about how to exercise your faith for the increase of your finances because you need to cooperate with God you need to work with the Lord so that there is a launching a liftoff of your vehicle of prosperity. I don't want you stuck on the launch pad for three years or five years. I want there to be acceleration movement. And of course, God does because he loves you. You're his child. And God wants to see your blessing. So I want to share some things with you for rocket fuel propellant in your finances today. Praise the Lord. Let's uh, drop by Isaiah 117. And let's open up today in prayer as we now jump into today's message of exercising faith for financial increase. Father, we thank you for your word that it's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path that it gives us illumination and how we should guide our decisions in life and our beliefs and our ideologies and our thoughts. So Father, we just thank you. Let your light shine bright today through your word. And follow, uh, Father, show us the path of prosperity. Thank you, Father God. Show us how to activate the principles of increase, even in our finances. In Jesus' name, amen. We are now uh, in Isaiah 1. Let's take a look uh, just for a moment at verse 19. It says, if you are willing and obedient. Two things. You have to have a willing heart. You really need to have a heart for God. You really do need to serve the Lord. This is not about just trying to extract something out of God. This is where you, you really say, Lord, my, my life is laid down for you. And, you know, to the best of my ability, anything that you say, my life is yours and I'm willing to obey. I give you all of my heart. I don't hold back. I want to run with you, live for you, and I want want to live my life completely for you. So there needs to be willingness. If you are willing and obedient, ah, oh, I think for many, uh, I'm I'm just going to say it for a lot of charismatic Christians. now, Now, some of you are wondering, Pastor Stephen, what's the difference between charismatic Pentecostal? Well, for for many decades, what would be considered Pentecostal Christians would almost be today what we would call old school, spirit-filled believers from the perspective that Pentecostal uh, would be those that understood the fundamental truths of being filled with the Spirit, sanctified life, endeavoring to live a holy life, walking in the power of the Spirit. But in the 1970s, when the charismatic movement was poured out, uh, you know, also flowing with what was called the Jesus movement you had a lot of hippies getting saved a lot of this going on in Southern California you know thank Lonnie Frisbee people like that you you had a lot of people brought into the uh Spirit-filled exp- experience coming out of backgrounds of drugs and uh, you know wild sexual immorality and and you know God and God's just saving people after all whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and people are getting swept into the kingdom they are being baptized in the Spirit and now they are operating the gifts of the Spirit the charismata uh, a charismatic movement but there was not a lot of teaching concerning what we would call the older Pentecostal traditions fasting prayer things that would help mortify the flesh nature Uh, a lot of that went missing and so it was teaching on the gifts of the spirit uh, uh, you know uh, the grace of God and all this good stuff and that needs to be taught but a lot of the uh, de- the the um, denomin- uh denomin- how can I say it not denominational teaching but common denominator stuff you know and after all if you want to learn mathematics you must learn the lowest denominators you must learn the foundational truths and Jesus laid it out prayer meditation on the word fasting a giving heart agape love fruit of the spirit not just gifts of the spirit fruit of the spirit and so my friends you know you have to have foundation in your life and so what happened over a period of time was the church just kind of got light from the perspective of we we love the blessings of God we want the blessings of God but we we began to forget that if you are willing and and obedient then then you eat the good of the land so there has to be obedience see you can go to heaven as a believer saved you love God with all kinds of kooky sin habits in your life Uh, they're not habits that you want they're not things that you're happy about you know that you know that they aren't right but but you, you know you just struggle with them and you can live your life and die like that and still go to heaven but you cannot go into your promised land unless you conquer those giants. Woohoo! Well, Pastor Stephen, I thought that was Old Testament. Look, look, everything in the Old Testament was given as types, shadows, patterns, examples for who? For us! Upon whom the end of the ages was written. All of that was for our admonition. And there were many of the uh, tribes that never drove out the ites whether it's the Amorites the Hittites the uh, Hivites on and on it goes there were certain people groups that were very corrupt and evil and God said drive them out of the land he said I've already given you the land but you have to go up and take it and you know there were certain ones they just never drove out Uh, you know you know so were they still the people of God yes the Israelites were still God's chosen people but here's what I'm saying if you're not obedient you cannot fulfill your complete destiny you might touch the edges of it you might even get into the land a little bit but if you want God's best you have to be willing and you have to be obedient praise the Lord Jesus said if there are things that are causing you to sin cut your hand off gouge your eye out what's he saying to literally do that no that's uh, unfortunately some there have been some that have actually done that but you when you read the new testament you have to understand the the usage of hyperbole uh, that comes from two greek words hyper and bole hyper means to extend and exaggerate and go beyond bole means to throw what is a hyperbole it means to throw beyond it's an exaggerated Uh, visual expression it it doesn't mean go go out and cut your hand off what does it mean it means deal very seriously with sin why because you cannot you cannot possess God's best if you're just living a loosey-goosey life and all kinds of sin in your life as a Christian no 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 hallelujah you'll always be window shopping you'll see your blessing but you won't have the empowerment to get it so you need to be willing and obedient if you do that you shall eat the good of the land and I'm not just talking about eating at the steakhouse if you want to go to the steakhouse although that's nice yes I can appreciate a nice restaurant I can appreciate a a good cooked meal hallelujah but to eat the good of the good of the land would certainly imply also that you would live in the good of the land. After all, when when the Lord made provision for his people to stay in Egypt, where were they placed? In the land of Goshen. What was that? It was the area of Egypt that was the very best. Woo. Pastor Stephen, I'd like to have the best willing and obedience willing heart to serve God in any facet, any form, any fashion. Well, I'm willing to do that long as God don't call me to be a preacher. Watch out. I'm willing to serve the Lord long as you don't call me to live there. Watch out. Praise God. You must be willing to lay your life down on the cross. Mm-mm-mm. And really, you'll find out if you're willing to lose your life, you actually find out what real life is praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Willing and obedient. Lord, I'm going to do what you say. I'm not going to dance around these scriptures and act like they're not there. I am going to get serious, and I'm going to obey them. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm going to crucify the flesh in the meantime, so it will not hold me back. And you go into the land that God has called you, and you'll have a good place. You eat good things. You you, you live in a good thing. You, you drive a good thing. Praise God hallelujah God's blessed me and my wife with wonderful vehicles I have a I have a new vehicle and, and people are like wow I, I had a I had a person the other day honked their horn at me and uh, rolled their window down and I had to roll mine down I, I didn't know what they were going to say and they said what color vehicle is that I said it's white gold they said whoa whoa that's beautiful I said thank you but but you know that these are the blessings of the Lord why willing and obedient hallelujah god begins to bless you god begins to bless you you begin to taste the good of the land hallelujah you want to go there don't you hallelujah you must be willing and you must be obedient when you when you begin to do that the blessing begins to touch your life and up up you go hallelujah watch god bless you hallelujah watch him prosper you now very quickly let's go to hebrews Hebrews chapter 11 I I love this verse I've talked many times about this verse and I just want to grab the first part of it but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him so let's look at part a of verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please him. Now, here's what you need to know today about increasing your financial situation, moving beyond the plateau that maybe you're at, moving beyond the level that that you're currently at. And even if you're not stuck, even if you have noticed incremental uh upscale upswing, up movement. I tell you what, God God can steal. He can just still take you further, further. I, I, look, we serve a big God. This is the God who is not limited. This is the God of infinite resource and supply. We we need to be running with the Lord. Hallelujah. God wants to bless you abundantly. Now, it says here, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Here's what some believers, I'm talking God's people. Here's what some believers don't understand. The same faith that you used to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's the same faith that you can also exercise over in the area of finances. It's not a different faith. It's the same faith. The same faith that you used to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit when you began to speak in other tongues, that same faith that you released to take that blessing, to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you can use that same faith over in the area of finances it's not a different faith it's the same exact faith praise the lord come on get your faith in action well i'm saved i'm on the way to heaven pastor stephen i can just put my faith down oh no you're just beginning you're just beginning to use your faith Uh, obviously you can see it does work you did get saved the Bible says you're saved by grace through faith. Oh, you had to use your faith. God doesn't force salvation on anybody. You took it. How did you take it? By faith. Praise God. You took the baptism in the Holy Spirit. What about healing? I I know that many of you have received healing power from God. I've I've received so many testimonies that I, although I know some of you are working on a new healing, maybe something else has broken down maybe something else needs a touch from God but even as you are believing God to be healed in your body you have still previously received God's touch of healing power in your life and that came because of your faith you believe that the Lord Jesus Christ Jehovah Rapha is your healer that by his stripes you were healed wow wow Praise the Lord, and so you have released your faith. You have celebrated Jesus as your healer, and He's healed your body over and over and over again. And you know what? He's going to do it again. He will heal you. But that same faith that you use to get healed is the same faith that you can use over here in your finances. But it, here's the thing: when it comes to finances, for uh, uh and using your faith in that area, most believers just they don't bring their faith over here for that they just let their finances just kind of like whatever it is is you know it's just whatever happens And and so many times in finances particularly if you have a how can we say respectable job you can be in a place where you don't even really need to use your finances you just get paid every two weeks you know you show up you do your work you get paid you're and in some ways you're not even using your faith It's just a routine, automatic thing. But I am here to tell you today as a servant of the Lord that you can exercise your faith. Come on, just like muscles, you can exercise your faith for financial increase. And you know, I have to be honest, this is exciting when you actually know it works and that if you apply it, your finances will increase. You, you'll start to think, what in the world have I been wasting time on? I need, I, need to, I need to keep working this. This is amazing. All you have to do is exercise your faith in this area, and your finances will increase? Yes. Let's go to work on it today. The first thing you need to understand as a child of God is that the same faith that you use for salvation, baptism in the Holy Spirit, healing, etc., that same faith will work on finances. And you can believe God, exercise your faith and use it for financial increase and it will work. It will work. You will start to get stronger in your finances. More money will begin to come in. God will begin to bless you in a greater financial dimension. And I know a lot of you you need that. You want you want not just breathing room. You want to um not just get your head above the water. You want to You want to prosper. Yes. Praise God. That's what we're talking about. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. God's, God's taking you there. Start using your faith. Your faith is flexible. It's not like it works over here, but won't work over there. No, your faith for healing will also work for your finances. And I want to talk about how to exercise it intentionally on purpose for financial increase, for financial increase, I, I, I think for some of you, you're still trying to get over the shock, that, the, the shock of the revelation that you can actually use your your faith, for more money. You really can use your faith for a financial increase. Praise God. You know, I was talking to a husband and wife one time, uh, years back, and the husband caught the revelation of prosperity. And the wife just, you know, struggled with it. She had that mentality that if you're holy, you're poor. And if you're super holy, then you're extra poor. Well, she was kind of still stuck in that mode. But the husband's over here reading the word, realizing that God can prosper and bless. And he told his wife, he said, look, we have a move coming up. And we're going to be moving from one state to another state and you know what we need to be using our faith for finances so that we have extra money for this move and she got mad when he said that faith for finances she got mad she said come on she said would you cut it out she said what do you think money grows on trees i mean she's mad did you ever notice that poverty makes people bitter pastor Stephen? poverty makes people better show me how I've never seen anybody get better with poverty. Anytime I see poverty, I see sickness and disease coming in. I see children that can't get vaccinated. I see parents that can't give their children adequate clothing. I I see malnourishment. I I see problems. I see what do we do with the trash? I see misery, human suffering. Poverty does not make people better. It makes people bitter. And she was bitter when she said that. She said, what do you think? Are you crazy? Does money grow on trees? And the husband who's believing God for a financial increase so that they can move and have extra money to move to another state, he just bit his tongue. He bit his tongue. They went to church that night, Sunday evening. The church knew that they were going to be moving, and unbeknown to them, when they showed up for church that evening as they walked into the foyer, the outside foyer of the church leading into the sanctuary, as they walked into the foyer, there was a tree with money taped all over the tree. And the church family greeted them and said, we love you so much. We know that you, that you two are moving and you, you've been such a blessing that you're moving. So because you're moving, we wanted to give you a money tree so that you have more than enough money for your move. And the wife was floored and the husband didn't say anything but light, light was coming out of his face, the light of joy, my God. Jehovah Jireh will, will provide and the thing that she spoke against what does money grow on trees she got there and there was a tree with money all over it oh I'm not talking one dollar bills tree was taped down with some green Woo, green 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 Mm-mm. have you ever noticed that that just Benjamin Franklin he's just a nice guy it's just nice to look at him on those $100 bills. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Benjamin Franklin. Mm. Andrew Jackson's a pretty nice guy too. Praise the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Of course, for those of you from other countries, uh, these would be figureheads on our American currencies. Praise God here. Glory to God. Our various denominations. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My friends, God wants you to use your faith. For financial increase but without faith it's impossible to please him use your faith use your faith oh pastor Stephen if God wants me to have it he'll just give it to me have you ever noticed that he's not reacting he's not giving it what does that mean it means you need to start using your faith on purpose for it because he does want you to have it but he needs your involvement he needs your involvement that the say that if God wants you to have extra money he'll just give it if he wants you to have it is like a sinner saying you well, if God wants me to say if he wants me to be saved he'll just save me after all he knows where I'm at yes he does know where you're at and he knows you're sitting there lost in your sins and if you don't use your faith to receive his one and only son as your Lord and Savior you'll die in your sins and perish You have to call upon the name of the Lord and exercise your faith, and He'll respond, and God will save you. But my friends, you must use your faith to reach out to the great Jehovah Jireh, and He will meet you. He can even meet you above and beyond that which you ask, dare, or even would even dream to think. Wow. Praise God. Praise God today. Mmm, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God today. Just say this say, I'm going to use my faith today for unprecedented financial increase in my life. And it starts to work. It starts to work. Now, let's go to uh, the uh, Gospel of Mark. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 11, Lord, we give you praise today, Lord, we give you praise today, Mm -hmm. thank you, Jesus, while you're going to Mark 11, stop by just for a second of Luke chapter 4, and look at verse 24. This is Jesus talking. Then he said, Assuredly I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I, I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a great famine throughout all the land. But to none of them was Elijah sent except the Zarephath in the region of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. Okay, if you will use your faith like this widow woman did, God will send you provision. And God, out of all the Jewish widows who were struggling, God sent his premier prophet to this widow, who's non-Jewish, and she got her miracle while others were going under. Why? This is an indictment against the people of God, who were supposed to be the covenant people, the people of the promises, who didn't believe the promises, didn't believe the promise of provision and they're dying they are literally starving to death but God sees a woman over here a widow outside of the covenant but she has faith in Jehovah God that 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 God can provide and so because of that God sends provision to her supernatural supply I'm I'm telling you this whole thing is is premised upon something that can never falter or fail. It's called the covenant. Pastor Stephen, what is a covenant? A covenant is a contract between two parties, between two people, between you and God. There's terms and conditions. If you are willing to accept them and obey them and act on them, then the greater party obligates himself to the contract. Praise the Lord. If you want to enter into a financial contract with God that exempts you from famines, that exempts you from cycles of economic meltdown, that exempts you from the roly, topsy-turvy stock market, uh, markets, hiring, firing, layoffs, this, that, and other, if you want to be exempted from that heat, you need a covenant. But you're going to have to come into this covenant with faith, saying, God, I'm willing to meet you on your terms. And when you do your part, then and only then will God do his. Praise God. You need to be believing God for financial prosperity. He'll take you into great economic strength. Praise the Lord that even when there's recessions, even when there's depressions, even when there's dives in the markets, you'll find yourself still going up you'll find yourself still going up. I'm not saying you won't have tests and trials, but I'm saying there is a covenant that you can have with God, same covenant that God made with Abraham, and it cannot be broken. It cannot be broken. It's just as surely established as the sun rising in the morning and the moon coming out at night. Praise the Lord praise the Lord. Pastor Stephen, how do do I begin to come into it with my faith? You operate the principles. You're a tither. You sow seed. Seed time and harvest shall never, ever cease. Ever ever seed time and harvest Genesis 8:22 Paul in his teachings to the church in Corinth equated seed time and harvest to sowing and reaping and he equated sowing and reaping to giving and receiving not just giving not just giving not just output but also a harvest literally coming back and he called money seed woo hallelujah yes you can sow and you can sure reap. Praise God. That's in the B-I-B-L-E. Hallelujah. Those that don't agree to this, those that criticize this, I hope they're smart, and I hope they're, they're, they're good, because they're going to need it, because it's a dog-eat-dog dog world out there. But my friends, you don't have to be in this so-called rat race. You can be walking with the Lord, and you're in a covenant. And this covenant will hold you up, no matter what's falling apart you will be exempt and this widow woman was provided for oh oh she had to believe god oh she had circumstances that would try to oppose jehovah's ability to bless but even through the circumstances of people dying of hunger and thirst and blistering heat and the cruel effects of the famine she held on to god and god sent her elijah wow praise the lord Lord, we give you praise today. Hallelujah. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet. Ah, faith for God to heal. And none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. So you had a person take hold of God as healer, but you had a widow take hold of God as provider, and the provision came. Exercise, Exercise your faith. Say out of your mouth, my God will come through for me. I will never, ever lack a meal unless you're fasting. When you yield and give it up, praise God. Praise the Lord. But outside of that, you eat the good of the land. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I see you coming into the second season of blessing. Israel had two harvests. The first harvest would come during Passover, and that would be the barley harvest. And you can actually eat barley bread, but it's very coarse, it's very gra- grainy, a lot of fiber, uh, and it doesn't taste that good. So the Israelites, during that time several thousand years ago, when the barley harvest would come in, they primarily uh, they primarily used the barley as food, as fodder for their animals. For their livestock to eat. But during Pentecost, woo, known as the Feast of Shavuot, Shavuot just means in Hebrew, weeks. In other words, seven weeks after Passover. So you go into Shavuot, also known as Pentecost to us, because in the Greek, that word is Pentecostal, which is where we get 50 from, 50 days after Passover, Pentecostal. That was the wheat harvest the good stuff by the way we're almost in pentecost glory to god your harvest is coming in praise god but my friends i want you to know that god's able to get the blessing he's able to get the blessing to you i see your wheat harvest coming in i see i see the double coming in isaiah 61:7. for your shame see for your financial frustration the lord will give you double who How about a house in the city and a house in the country? Blessed in the city, blessed in the country. Blessed going in, blessed going out. The head, not the tail. That's who who you are. That's your destiny. That's where God's taking you. Believe it. Receive it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So my friends, if you exercise your faith, you'll go through. You'll go through anything. And you'll be always provided for. But you need to you need to merge your mind into the world oh you may want to watch the news just to find out kind of what's going on but all the news sounds the same it doesn't matter what network you're watching almost all of it sounds the same because it's just the same old repetition of what's going on in the world and you need to be aware of things but but be careful because you you listen to too much of that it can have a negative effect and you'll hear uh you know you know all of the uh, financial difficulties that are out there, but my friends, stay in the covenant. Hear what God says over and over. Wash your mind with the Word. Establish the covenant. Live on that platform, and you'll never, ever, ever run dry financially, ever. Glory to God. Glory to God. Lord, we give you praise. Let's jump over now to Mark eleven twenty-three, and uh, there's two ways that you can work this. It, uh, I'm talking about exercising your faith for financial increase. Two ways you can approach this. Verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Let's talk about these two various ways. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in this heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. You need to speak prosperity. And I, I'm going to be honest with you as a Christian, as a Christian, especially as a spirit-filled Christian, baptized with the Holy Ghost and Holy Spirit living in you in an overflow measure so that you're very sensitive to Him. You know what? What comes out of your mouth, the Holy Spirit will allow you to know through an inward, inward witness whether it's agreeable or whether it's something that you shouldn't say. So out of your mouth, you need to be speaking words of prosperity. You need to be saying, God's blessing me. I'm going to make more money this year than I've ever made before to the glory of God. Ooh, look, even if I'm not your pastor, even if you're just drifting uh, through the various internet streaming channels and you catch this message and you begin to, uh, you work this, you begin to increase don't you know that your pastor is going to be happy? Larger tithe? Larger offerings, the uh, you know the church grows, the outreach expands. Hallelujah, glory to God. Pastors really shoot themselves in the foot when they embrace a false teaching of poverty. hmm look if you muzzle the if you muzzle the ox, Paul said don't muzzle the ox while he, while the ox is treading out grain. And then Paul said, when the Lord, when the Lord gave that scripture through Moses to the Old Testament Jews, was God really just like overly concerned about oxen? I mean, is it like the ox is God's favorite animal? Then God's got to get a good word in there for the oxen. No, Paul said, he's talking about the ministers. Don't muzzle the ox while it's treading out the grain. The ox, representing the five-fold ministry, don't starve the man of God. Bless the man of God. Why? Your prosperity is, is associated with the well-being of the man of God that you support. And, you know, if, if you see lack in his life, and you have the ability to bless, and you don't do anything, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself. Because the Bible says that, Psalm 133 the blessing came down over Aaron's head the oil runs down over the man of God down over the beard and onto the clothes onto the body that's God's format touch the man of God touch the woman of God let it come down let it come down and it begins to touch you who the who the high priest would minister to glory to God hallelujah If you do God's ministers wrong, you're literally doing Jesus wrong. If you honor the man of God, you are literally honoring Jesus. You put the tithe into the hand of the man of God, you are literally putting the tithe into the hand of Jesus. Absolutely. You're offering it to the hand of the man of God. It is going right into the hand of Jesus Christ himself. Praise the Lord. Mm -mm. When you believe that those things you say will be done, you will have whatever you say. And if you go around saying that you're poor, that you can't pay your bills, if you go around espousing how hard it is financially for you, you're just going to establish that. Why? It's a spiritual law. You'll have what you say. You'll have what you say. I sat in the back seat of the car at times and my father driving up front with my mother in the right passenger seat and me and my two brothers sitting in the back seat of the car, my father sometimes would open his mouth as we drove on vacation and, he'd say, I'll and he would say this out of his mouth, I'll tell you one thing, when we're going through this town, if there's anybody that's going to get a ticket, you just watch, it'll be me. And you wouldn't believe the times we would pull into a town while we're driving somewhere on vacation, just driving through it, not stopping, just driving through it. And the next thing you know, there's police sirens going on in the background and you could have people speeding in front of my father, speeding behind my father. My father would be, be the one that got pulled over. And I, I marveled that really what to me as a kid seemed almost supernatural. Wow. He said it and we're getting pulled over. Dad, you getting pulled over again? Oh, I see it, boys. Oh, I gotta pull over. Pull over, pay the ticket. And he would say that. You just watch. If there's anybody that's gonna get pulled over, you get a ticket in this town, it'll be me. And it happened over. Well, that, that Pastor Stephen, that was negative. Yes, it works. It works. Why? Because if you speak negative things like that, you're gonna have negative consequences. You will reinforce your negative circumstances in life. And you go if you go around with a poverty mentality, acting like you're poor, speaking like you're poor, you will enforce it. But if you go around saying, I'm blessed, I'm increasing. Well, Pastor Stephen, who who do you think you are? A child of God. A child of God. I think that according to what Paul said in Romans chapter 5, that because of what Christ accomplished us for us at Calvary, that we are now empowered to reign as kings in life. It's just hard to see a king poor. Hard to see a king poor. When you think king, you think a crown. You think a beautiful robe. You think a beautiful throne. And you certainly think enough food. You think of something nice to get around in. Praise the Lord. That's how God wants you to be. But it begins with the kingly mentality. Praise the Lord. You believe that those things you say will be done. You will have whatever you say. So since you're going to have what you say, you need to be saying what you want. You need to be speaking towards your financial picture. I'm going to say this. Get get ready for this. Get ready. Woo. Oh, Pastor Stephen, are, are are you going to throw a fastball to me? Yes, I'm going to throw a hundred and three mile per hour fastball to you. Are you ready? Because I know you can catch it. God, oh, get ready, get ready. Come on, get your pitcher your your catcher's mitt on. This is coming fast and hot. Are you ready? God does not determine your income you do god does not determine how much money you make every year you do you do you can use your faith for finances and you can go up through financial exercise through financial strength through using your faith you can begin to go up God has not put a salary cap on you. You're not like a professional athlete or a professional sports team uh, where, you know, there's a cap. We can't pay you anymore. God has no cap. God has assigned no limit to you. Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Pastor Stephen, that's what my boss pays me though. That's what my income is though. That's how, that's what I get every two weeks. Who says God can't bless you outside of your your, your normal job who says God can't give you an idea and out of that one idea you start something on the side or you begin something over here in your spare time and the next thing you know it's working it's working or maybe you already have your business and God's showing you how to expand and increase your business and the next thing you know you're on a hiring spree the next thing you know you've nailed the huge contract praise the Lord glory to God I see I see you being in demand because of the gifting on your life because of the ability to solve problems I see you in demand praise the lord praise god forever you're going to have what you say speak what you want hallelujah speak towards prosperity glory to god i'm not saying go beyond your faith but speak within that comfort zone of your faith and push to a new level glory to god and you, you need to make confessions like that. Just say it right now. Say, this year, I will make more money than I've ever made before to the glory of God. What does that mean? It means you will give a larger tithe than you've ever given before. I remember, and I, I, I say this to the glory of God. I remember clearly one time talking to our accountant, who's been our, our, our accountant for ever since we incorporated this ministry in 1998, September 1998, this ministry was incorporated. We've had the same accountant for all these years. When I originally uh, hired him, the, the advisor told me, he said, he said, Stephen, I know you want an accountant. He said, I recommend this one. He said, but he's more expensive than all the others. He does very large churches, but he's very, very good. I said, okay. I said, he's expensive, but he's very good. We're going to get the best. But I remember the time the accountant called me and pastor Kelly, we we were, we were having a, a talk and he said, he said, Stephen, he said, you know, you, I've prepared your taxes but he said, "I'm concerned that your your ministry taxes and your personal taxes are going to raise red flags, so you're going to get audited unnecessarily." I, I said, "Why?" He said, "Your giving is just so high." He said, "Your giving," he said, "Your giving is just crazy." He said, "He said this is what your income is. This is how much came into the ministry and so forth." And he said, "The giving from the ministry and the giving out of your personal lives of you and Kelly," he said, "This is so." out of proportion to what's normal that he he said I'm concerned you're going to get audited I said it is what it is if they audit us there's nothing wrong with it it just it is what it is he said he said you're he said I'm not going to tell you what the percentage was but it was it was silly it was just absolutely silly we we were giving like we were out of our minds (laughs) we were giving out of agape love we were getting we were giving out of out of revelation." that you can sow and reap and we're still doing that we're still doing that because we love to work the word and we love people and we love seeing lives changed because of that God has given us the ability to reach multitudes of souls it's a trust Jesus said no man can have anything unless the father has given it to him there has to be the ability where God trusts you and he's trust he trusts me to speak to nations praise god but we love his word and we love people praise the lord and we're going to keep working the word we're happy hilarious jump up spin around joyful givers praise god hallelujah okay so you you can exercise faith for financial increase through what you say through what you say somebody needs to say i'm going to a million dollars this year my business is going to a million dollars if if you if, if that doesn't fit your faith shoe find what size fits 400,000 750,000 confess it believe it and stay with it because it says he he will have okay doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight but keep working it. why because you will you will have it it will eventually manifest praise the Lord hallelujah verse 24 therefore I say to you whatever things you ask when you pray okay so you can work it by what you say you can exercise faith for financial increase by what you say you can also exercise financial increase through what you pray okay so when you pray believe that you receive and you will have them so the the catch with praying it is that when you pray you have to believe that you've got it right then and that's where a lot of christians miss it because they say well i prayed it but I don't see it. What they're saying is I'm walking according to my physical senses and that, that won't work in the faith walk with God. You pray and believe it's done and you hold to it by faith because it says you will have them. This is a process. Just stay patient. You possess the promises of God through faith and patience. So you, you speak the right words and you pray accordingly in a positive faith-filled way and you just say Lord I believe it's done I believe you're blessing me I'm going to a new level and you keep speaking and you hold on to it but when you pray you have to believe that you receive you believe that you receive and you will have it well Pastor Stephen I, I, I don't see it I know that's why you have to believe you have it now before you see it praise the Lord and you, and you will see it. Your faith will become sight. But if you have it before you see it, well, you've already got it. You don't even need faith. Why do you need faith for something that you hold in your hand? No, you need faith for something that you're pulling into manifestation, into reality, glory to God. And you're pulling forth financial increase in your life. Today is the poorest you'll ever be let that go into your spirit. Today is the place financially where this is the lowest you will ever be. From here on, you're going up. You are using your faith for financial increase. By the way, use your faith for healing. If you need healing, use your faith to operate in the gifts of the spirit. Use your faith to endeavor to lead others to Christ and to have a bold witness, but also use your faith for finances. If you don't, then you're just stuck in whatever life throws at you. But you can jump over here with your faith and work it. Just like you work tools, you can, take, you can take faith tools and begin to work on your faith. And it will work. It will produce the results that you're looking for. Lift your hands up. Father, I thank you for your people. Bless them. Let them today begin to exercise faith for financial increase now we thank you we give you praise we give you praise bless them and make them rich make them kingdom financiers happy 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 givers not lovers of money not lovers of money not covetous but people that know they have received grace for financial empowerment Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I sense spiritual gifts are being released right now. I saw, I saw rings come down. Now, you, th- this is in the spirit, but it's like a ring went right over one of your fingers. Some of you got a witness on that. Praise the Lord. God's giving gifts, gifts of prosperity. Hallelujah. Come serve the Lord. Come serve the Lord. Come walk with the Lord. If you've been away from the Lord, come back. Come back. When the prodigal son came back, the father forgave him and put a robe on him and a ring on his finger. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you've been away from the Lord, if you've been caught up in things that you shouldn't be, come back today. Come back today. Just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I'm done with it. I put it away. I'm giving you my full attention in all of my life today. Praise God. Amen. Do that right now. And if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life right now, Jesus, Jesus is waiting for you to receive him. All you have to do is use your faith to say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Wash my sins away. I give you my life now, and I make you my Lord and Savior. Praise God. If you do that from the heart, then you are saved and born again. Praise God. Keep watching so we can get you built up in the Word of God. Praise God. So Father, we thank you today that you have a covenant that you extend to us and it's up to us to agree with your terms and to enact it through faith for financial prosperity and supernatural supply, supernatural supply. We receive it by faith We walk in the light of your principles and your holy word in Jesus name. And we say, amen. Praise God today. Let us now receive, let us receive communion together as a church family. If you just gave your life to the Lord, you can take communion with us because you now belong to Jesus. Praise God. Grab some unleavened bread. I like using these little bitty wafers and grab yourself some grape juice praise the lord hallelujah father we bless it we consecrate it this is now the flesh and the blood of jesus we thank you father that as we take this bread that we understand the purpose of prosperity is so that we can have peace in our lives financial peace and that so that we can help others thank you father god thank you father god Hallelujah. How was it that you could hold your Bible in your hand? A printing company, a publishing company, printed and published the Word of God. It takes money to do that. With money, you can, you can cause Bibles to be printed. Hallelujah, Money is neutral. You could either cause pornographic material to be printed, or you can use money and cause Bibles to be printed. That's why you need the money because you'll do the right thing with it praise God you'll glorify God with your money that's why you need to believe him for it and he'll bless you with it praise God father we thank you that as we receive the body of Jesus that we receive the promises of prosperity and that we choose to agree with you and stand on the covenant of prosperity of put, of sowing seed of being a tither of exercising our faith, speaking the right words, praying the right way. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We receive Christ's body now. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says that Jesus, as he hung on the, on the cross of Calvary, he became a curse for us as it is written. Anybody that hangs on a tree is cursed. Well, if you, if you're hung on a tree, you're certainly not blessed from the perspective of this is something good. It was considered a curse. Well, he took also the curse of the curse of the law, the curse of sin. What, what was that? Everything bad, everything yucky sin sickness disease but it also took the curse of poverty so that you don't have to bear it and so that you can be freed and delivered from it just like you can be freed and delivered from sin praise God so as we receive the blood of Jesus complete freedom from all lack see sometimes people think poverty they think of a person homeless and underneath the bridge but poverty can still linger in people's lives where you you're always short too many days in the month and not enough dollars. You're always coming up short. I believe your days of shortage are finished. Praise God as you begin to use your faith on purpose for increase, working with God, obeying His principles so you can fly kingdom style in financial prosperity. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's receive Glory to God. Glory to God. Now my friends, go forth this week on purpose using your faith for financial increase so you can make an impact for the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, so that when your journey is finished, you hear well done, good and faithful servant. You used your money for God's glory, you increased The provision that God gave you for His glory, and you are left with an eternal abiding legacy. Father, bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for watching. I'll see you back next time. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.